welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello. Thanks for being here and listening to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. And if you are listening to the podcast for the first time, then welcome. Thanks for being here. Now, this week I was going to talk about something else, a different topic, but I had a conversation yesterday and, in fact, another conversation on the weekend that sparked me to talk about this as a topic instead. And that is the importance of knowing yourself, especially if you're considering making any kind of change in your professional life or even in a, your personal situation. Because knowing yourself has so many benefits. It allows you to feel far more confident and to make informed choices. No matter what the choice is in whatever aspect of your life, when you know yourself and what's important to you, what you stand for, decisions get made so much easier because you're informed with a filter for those decisions that in order for you to feel aligned to what's important to you and knowing yourself and where you thrive and where you don't, it makes it much easier for you to make decisions. You also get way less caught up with what other people want. And it's interesting, a friend's daughter is going through, she's a little toddler, and is going through what I call the no phase, where pretty much most things she's just saying no to, unless she gets to choose herself and she's wanting to choose everything and she's wearing these funny little outfits because it's what she wants to wear that doesn't necessarily go in terms of adult eyeballs but in her mind she's very certain about what she wants and what she doesn't want and it's interesting to see that in a in a child and wondering about where does that get lost as we grow up as we become adults where do we lose that clarity of this is who I am. This is what I want. No, I don't want that. It's really interesting. And I guess if you've got kids, you probably get to see that even more so than what I do. But also back to the benefits of knowing yourself. It allows you, because you have the clarity around what's important to you and who you really are, and you make better decisions more easily, you will live a richer feeling life. And it also, I think, allows you to develop a little bit more understanding and perhaps a little bit of compassion for other people when they are going through hard times or challenges. When you spend some time exploring getting to know yourself, you can sometimes then, when you're faced with someone else going through a bit of a changing time, to realize that you can have a bit of compassion for them because they are only human just like you. And the last thing that I think is a benefit around knowing yourself is that it gives you leverage, that knowledge gives you leverage to create even more positive choices. So that if you're looking to create some sort of new habits, if you know yourself, then you'll know the things that motivate you 
to help you create the choices that are more aligned with the outcome that you want to have. But on the flip side, when you don't explore or take some time to really get to know yourself and what actually really matters to you, then I, I think and I have observed this in both myself at different stages in my earlier life and in other people, I think that you become a lot more vulnerable to the persuasions of other people. And when you're in that kind of space, you're much more likely to kind of drift in your approach to decision making and to just hope that whatever that next new shiny thing, whatever it is, is going to be the thing that makes you happy. But I guess the question is, would you rather take a little bit of time to get to know yourself so that you can make a more informed and considered decision to whatever that change is? Or do you just want to jump and hope? Now, that can sometimes, you know, be fun, get a little bit of adrenaline going. But as someone wise once said to me, hope is not a strategy. In terms of the quote for this week or for today, I was torn between two. So I'm going to give you two. They're both from philosophers, but don't be scared. I actually realized that a while when I was younger, I had this view of philosophy as being this very highbrow, highly intellectual, scary thing. But then I got introduced to going to a practical philosophy course with by my sister and I loved it and I found it really interesting. Anyway, so the quotes I found for this week, one is by Aristotle and it says, Knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. And I love that because wisdom is my number one value. So I'm motivated by all things wisdom, I guess. And I guess it also opens up the link that everything in your life stems from or grows from how well you know yourself. So that's the Aristotle quote. Uh, and the other one I found was not actually really a quote, or I guess it's, it sort of is, but apparently, this is a little bit of trivia for you, apparently uh, none of Socrates' work was actually written down by him. He was much more of a speaker, sharer, and it was his students, so people that learnt from him who wrote down his, his teachings, such as Plato and things like that. But anyway, Socrates apparently stated that an individual's choice is motivated by the desire for happiness, but the right choices to achieve happiness can only be made when one truly knows himself. Interesting. So all choices, what he's saying is all choices are motivated by an innate desire for happiness, but that in order for you to be happy, you have to know yourself first. So I guess consider that one. If you're on a path and you feel like, yeah, I just want to be happy in life, well, then it's important for you to know yourself. A story example around how this shows up in real life, not just in Greek philosophy conversations, but the friend that I talked with recently has just moved to a new city and started a new job. And before that, she had bounced away from a, a role that she'd been in for over 10 years because she just had got to the point where she was 
burnt out from it. She needed something else. She just wanted out. So she really sort of jumped ship from one role into a new role and was in that for a little while but then she decided to make the city move and so now she's in a new role and she just thought and convinced herself that this was going to be great. It's all going to be great. And the reality is that she, it seems, loves the role itself and even she kind of really enjoys the people, most of the people that she works directly with. But after only a few weeks, she knows she's made the wrong decision and she's in the wrong place. And she's now feeling a little bit stuck because there's things she likes about it and obviously benefits to having this regular salary coming in. But ethically, it's not a fit for her. How they deal with clients, their selling strategies, the back-end deals that are going on. There's nothing illegal or anything like that, but just it goes against her moral code and how she would like to operate if it was her business. So she knows that she kind of has to get out of there, but she's feeling stuck about what to do next. And she needs to spend some more time exploring what she's really looking for instead of just bouncing from one thing to the next thing, hoping that the next gig will suddenly magically be right. I kind of think of that approach as being a bit like the Goldilocks approach of kind of like, oh, what about this one? What about this one? What about this one? Just hoping that you'll accidentally stumble into something good. So what do we mean by knowing yourself? Well, not really a definition, but something I found when I was, you know, trying to get some insight around this is around understanding your strengths and your weaknesses, your passions, your aspirations, and also understanding your approach to inner dialogue and what you like and you don't like and what you will tolerate and put up with and where your boundaries are. It's all of that is really what I mean by getting to know yourself and I've identified about five different kind of aspects of that and I'm going to run through those quickly for you in case they give you some insights of something to explore if you're at a stage where you feel like exploring a little bit more about knowing yourself could be of benefit for you the first sort of step that I truly believe is invaluable in getting to know yourself is understanding your values and I think I need to do a whole episode on values because I talk about them a lot and I do them a lot with my clients but I remember before I did coaching I had no idea what values even were had never probably even thought about them but your values are already existing in your unconscious mind and you are making decisions now based on a hierarchy of values of what is most important to you to experience in your life and we have values for our whole life and then we have values for the different aspects of your of your life so for your career for your relationships for health but they all kind of are subsets of your overarching values for your whole life and so it's worth exploring even just asking yourself that question what is it that's most important to me about and then that whatever that aspect of your life or in in the context of my career what's most important to me and you just there's a whole process that I normally go through with clients but it's even for you to just ponder that question I think would be beneficial for you so that's that's number one number two is to start to get curious and observe 
what actually are you interested in? What are your passions? When you have a choice of spending some free time, what are the sorts of things that you like to do? If you were going to be in a bookshop and you could go and buy any book you wanted, what topic might it be about? If there was a charity that you were going to support, what would they do? What is it that you feel like you could not get bored with? These are some things that you can kind of start to get curious about in terms of what are you interested in, what are you passionate about? What is it that you could talk about forever or that your friends know that if you get poked with the right question, you will get on your soapbox about it? These are all clues about things that you care about. So that's number two. Number three is about your vision. Not just the vision for whatever this short-term change might be, but your longer-term vision. What are your aspirations? What are some of your long-term goals, things that you see into the future that you would love to do or achieve or, or experience? These are things that, again, give you clues about who you are and knowing what's important to you. Number four is what about your energy levels? Starting to get curious about are you a morning person, a night owl? I listened to a really interesting podcast recently about um, energetic rhythms throughout the day. It was by an author called Daniel Pink. He's just released a book called When, and he's done a whole stack of research about the impact of literally when, what time during the day is optimal for doing different kinds of tasks. I won't go into all of that now, but it was really interesting interview with him and um, I've got his book on my to buy and read list but the the question is for you to consider yourself what is your energetic rhythm when do you feel you're in your greater sense of flow I'm starting to to realize I've probably known it or suspected it on some level for a while but I tend not to be the greatest morning person it feels like sometimes I take a while to warm up to the day and then I have this window late afternoon, early evening where I feel like I'm getting much more into a, a zone and sometimes that can kick into the evening and if I don't go to bed by 10, I'm in all kinds of trouble because my brain kicks into a whole another energy source and I won't be able to get to sleep for hours and hours. I've got another friend that I know who is such a night owl and she often will be up and working on personal projects or work projects well into the early hours of the morning, 2, 3 a.m. because she just gets in a flow then. And so you need to become aware for yourself. What's your rhythm? And don't try to swim upstream of trying to pretend to not be that. Sure, there are things that you can do to try and tweak things to be more user-friendly, especially if you have obligations and deadlines that other people are expecting you to meet. But part of knowing yourself is knowing that. And if you know that actually you're not a great morning person, then going to a job that requires you to be at the office or at some sort of location by 7am or earlier is not probably going to be a good choice for you or for them. So it's better for you to be aware of that and open and honest with people when you're in those kind of conversations or considering that as an option. And the fifth one is about your strengths. 
and sometimes people sort of overlap your strengths with your passions but they are kind of different because you might be really really passionate about something but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a strength or a skill that you have that will definitely develop over time if you spend time in that passion developing skill and experience but your strengths may be separate to that and they are things that literally are skills and abilities that you have that deliver optimal results potentially to a higher standard than what other people might deliver so they're the five kind of areas that I just thought quickly I wanted to share today about how you can start to explore knowing yourself and use those insights as leverage for decision making and communicating because if you know yourself then if you're making plans with a partner or a friend or family members or uh, work colleagues then you can be really clear and upfront with them about how people can get the best out of you now sometimes that can be a little bit confronting Nick my husband has uh, employed someone recently who is of a younger generation than him and he really pushes Nick's hot buttons sometimes because he's very good at communicating what he wants where how Mick can get the best out of him what he's not really interested in doing and it really can be quite confronting because it's unusual certainly for Gen X era anyway we just kind of you just suck it up and work hard and just get it done whereas some of the younger generation are actually better equipped to sort of share and go well if you want to get the best out of me here's how I get motivated here's the sort of hours that I work best etc etc now you don't have to accept that necessarily if that's an employee but it's a different way of communicating that allows people that you're connecting with to make a choice about can they cope with that can they accept that or not instead of not communicating that and then having them be pissed off because they had expectations that you couldn't meet because of assumptions they they'd made about you so particularly when it comes to career crossroads this is a really important process to go through at this time for you to explore as much as you can about yourself the conversation i had on the weekend was with a, a, a friend of a friend so i don't know her that well and we were talking about her role and interestingly she's in a role in an organization that has got such great potential to do amazing work but there are cultural issues and challenges that are you know getting in the way of that which she's struggling with and she said that you know at different times she's thought about just leaving that and going doing some freelance work but she has realized that actually she would not cope well in a freelance kind of environment she would find that very stressful she doesn't like the idea of not knowing that there is definitely a salary coming in every single month and she's prepared to put up with the downsides of being an employee and having to put up with all of the internal politics and all blah 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 that go on because she values more the security and certainty of that income versus her partner who is self-employed and has been struggling i think a little bit to get enough regular work and there's been opportunities for him to be employed 
and she's helped him work on his resume and making some connections or finding job ads for him and she's trying to be really helpful but it actually backfired on her because he completely resisted because in his mind that is the worst thing that he could possibly imagine doing whereas in her world that's a no-brainer why would you not just go get a job get the regular income and move move on and this is where it's important to know yourself don't try to go for a one-size-fits-all approach so specifically if you are at some kind of career crossroads or professional life crossroads this is a great time for you to start exploring some of these things that will help you know yourself so you can feel aligned with the decisions and the choices that you will make and not just get caught up with taking whatever the first job is that comes your way so one of the first things to consider and to answer for yourself is from a role perspective do you see yourself as an employee or are you more of an entrepreneur that is doing your own thing and even under the entrepreneur bucket there's a whole gamut of what that might look like it could be that there's a product or a service that you want to create and offer to the world so that would be creating your own business but then there's also within that a whole level of the gig economy which is growing massively globally where full-time employment is you know potentially over time going to keep eroding and that people will move more and more towards doing project work so are you a contractor freelancer type and that would be uh, an approach for you but that's a really important one because that is like two sliding door uh, options that are going to take you in different directions so you've got to know that first and that might take some considering and reflecting so don't just instinctively reacting oh no 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 I could never work for myself at least explore it so that you know that you've given it thought rather than just being reactive about it another thing if we consider that you're going to go down the employee path is what sort of size business do you think you thrive in some people love being part of a massive multinational global corporation uh, that's a household name and other people would find that daunting and unappealing because they'd feel like they get lost amongst all the numbers of all the staff and so they would prefer to be within a smaller business where there are a smaller team and their role includes multiple different kinds of responsibilities things like that what about what sort of skills and strengths that you have what which ones of those would you want to use the most of in a new role to feel like you were really bringing the best of who you are to what you're doing what sort of skills would you want to be using daily and then lastly you can consider what sort of industries or brands might you like to work with or even just learn about or support and this can be great especially if you're considering moving from one industry to another or just out of an industry like one of my friends is where she feels like she's immersed in an industry for a certain amount of time and she just she's full up with that industry and so is thinking you know to move out of that industry but isn't sure which direction or how she would make that transition so a starting point can be for you to think about what sort of industries might you want to work in and consider what sort of brands are there brands that you buy or that you admire that if there was a way for you to work with them that you would love that 
And all of that process of inquiry will give you clues about what's important to you and little channels and threads for you to go and explore. And all of this is about helping you to start to get to know yourself even more as part of this transition process so that your next move can actually be a meaningful and lasting one. Now, if you're not making a career change or professional life change, this is still useful for you in life in general. So some other questions that you could reflect on are, when I have free time, I like to fill in the blank. I enjoy being around others or on my own. Or I like being indoors, I like being outdoors. If I have money to donate to a cause, that cause would be supporting what? And another one, last one. The achievement I feel most proud of is. And to just let whatever comes from that. And ideally, this would be something that you feel you were uh, highly influential in. Something that you feel like, actually, this is something that I really feel like I achieved or I solidly contributed to. Again, exploring questions like that will help potentially give you some insights into different themes about getting to know yourself even more. So that's it for this week's episode. And a reminder for you, if you haven't already, please just take a minute or two to leave a quick rating and review for the podcast. I really appreciate when you do that and it does help other people find it and therefore more people can benefit from what we're sharing. Also, I am going to be announcing some information very soon on a brand new course that I'm going to be launching. And so if you want to get updates on what that is about and keep up with the latest news on that front, then come on over and join the Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, and you'll be updated with all the latest there. But in the meantime, have a great week getting to know yourself a little bit more. See you next week. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.